You're listening to Blackpool Church Podcast. Join us for our Sunday gatherings to make friends, explore faith and encounter God. Visit our website, blackpool.church. This is the Talk Archive. Good morning, everyone. Um, It is so great to be here with you. If we haven't met already, my name is John, uh, and I'm part of the team here at Blackpool Church. Uh, And as we've already said last week, Andy, um, our vicar, launched a series called Powerful and Effective, a series where we're going to be digging into the subject of prayer. And I thought, why not um, talk about prayer? Um, So my subject today, sorry, is um, that I'm going to be talking about is praying with others. So I thought, What better way to start the talk today by telling you an embarrassing story of me praying for someone? So here it is. Give me a wave this morning if you are not a morning person. If you're not a morning person. Guys, I feel you. I'm with you. I set 20 alarms every night. I have a Wi-Fi kind of plug that turns my light on at a certain time. And I have a smart speaker that plays some music really loudly, even to wake me up. I'm with you. I get you. I'm not a morning person. And about three and a half years ago, uh, Rachel and I, uh, my wife and I, we got married and we moved in together. And, and when, when that happened, we decided to get up every day at 6.30 and pray together because Rachel needed to go to work shortly after. And I, uh, and, and, and I was so motivated to be a morning person. I was ready. I was raring to go. Uh, and so one day, um, 6.30 came around uh, and we got up. And Rachel, this is Rachel's account of the story, just so you know, this isn't my account of the story. This is what Rachel says happens. Rachel said um, that we were praying a couple of times, back and forth, uh, and, then, uh, and then Rachel, um, she said she was waiting quite a while for me to finish my prayer, thinking I was just having a long gap, maybe formulating my thoughts or something like that. Uh, and Rachel opened her eyes from praying and looked to the side um, to find me with my head back and my eyes closed and my mouth open asleep, like this, like this. Um, <laughs> today, this funny story is over, I'm embarrassed now, well done, I did it. Um, today we're going to talk about prayer ministry. Um, and prayer ministry is that time of our gathering, if you've been before, where we invite people to come forward and be prayed for. And, um, but I think prayer ministry is more than that, I think it's, uh, it's more of a model that we can use in our everyday lives to pray for people as well. And I don't know about you, um, but I feel like um, there is a big gap between our stories and prayer, like mine, when I fell asleep during praying for my wife in the morning, and the Bible stories on prayer, where amazing things happen instantly. And I believe prayer ministry is a brilliant way of closing the gap between the Bible's amazing stories and our uh, amazing stories on prayer and our not-so-amazing stories of falling asleep during prayer. So today, we're going to ask a couple of things. We're going to ask, what is prayer ministry? Why prayer ministry? And how do we do prayer ministry? So let's dive into the Bible today and and ask uh, these questions of of a little passage and hopefully get some answers as well. So we're going to be reading uh, from the book of Acts. Feel free to turn to it. If not, I'm going to read. That's absolutely fine. Um, Acts chapter 8, verse 14 to 21. Let's read. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them 
they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw the Spirit was given to them, and Simon, uh, he's kind of a sorcerer and, and a witchcraft practicing type guy at the time in the local area. When Simon saw that the Spirit was giving at the laying on of hands of the apostles' hands, he offered to give them money and said, give me also the ability um, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter replies to Simon the sorcerer, and he says this in verse 20, may your money perish with you because you thought that you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. So our first question that we're asking today is what is prayer ministry? What is prayer ministry? And I think our passage tells us a couple of things about prayer ministry. The first thing I think it tells us is that prayer ministry is not intercession. Prayer ministry is not intercession. Intercession is that kind of prayer that you might be most familiar with, where it's kind of hands together, eyes closed, where you might say something like, Heavenly Father, my fish isn't looking too good today. Please keep bubbles healthy and remind me to feed him. Amen. Right? It's something like that. But in all seriousness, that's a silly prayer, but in all seriousness, this is not the type of prayer that Peter and John do. It's definitely not this. There's no prayer requests about troubles at work or arguments at home. He's, um, no one says, let us pray, and then everyone kneels and puts their hands together and prays. That, that's not what happens. Prayer ministry is not intercession. The second thing that I think our passage tells us about prayer ministry is that prayer ministry is up close and personal. Prayer ministry is up close and personal. John and Peter, where they were at the time, was in Jerusalem. They could have prayed for the Sumerians to receive the Holy Spirit from Jerusalem. But Jerusalem was 102.5 miles away. I looked it up on Google. Uh, and, to, and, and what instead of praying for them from Jerusalem all that way, they went to Jerusalem. They chose to walk um, or on horseback 21 and a half hours uh, if they were going in one day and all one stint, which they didn't. So it was a two-day trip to go and pray for them, right? And Peter and John, they went all that way so that they could lay their hands on them to pray. And you have to be pretty close, up close and personal to lay your hands on someone, don't you? You have to be pretty close. And that is something, it's quite a personal thing, isn't it? Putting your hand on someone's shoulder, maybe. That's something that a friend does. And one amazing thing uh, about our passage, I think, is that the, the, the very moment that the Sumerians receive the Holy Spirit is the moment that John and Peter lay their hands on them. It's the moment they get up close and personal. The thing our passage tells us, uh, another thing uh, that our passage tells us, the last thing, I think, um, about prayer ministry, is prayer ministry is not our ministry. It's the Holy Spirit's ministry but we get to join in. We get to be part of it. In our passage, it talks about Simon the sorcerer. Interesting character, right? This kind of witchcraft practicing guy. And, and when Simon this sorcerer sees John and Peter lay hands on the Sumerians and they receive the Holy Spirit, Simon offers Peter and John money in order to have this ability for himself so that it, become, it could become Simon's ministry. But Peter, he doesn't like this at all. He basically slates Simon for saying this. And he says this in verse 21. So, uh, he said, Peter says this to Simon. You have no part or share in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. 
Simon wanted to buy the ministry of the Holy Spirit so that it could become Simon's ministry. But it wasn't. It belongs to God. No one can buy the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now this makes prayer ministry sound really scary. It makes it sound like something we should avoid. Um, but I, I don't think it does. I, think, um, I, think, I don't think we should avoid or be scared of prayer ministry. All I think that means is that we just need to know that prayer ministry is not ours. It's not our ministry. It's all about God. It's God's ministry. It's not about our will, our way, our preferences, or our words. It's about God's will. It's about God's way, God's words. And that is the thing that makes our hearts right before God, the thing that disqualified Simon from, the, the, from prayer ministry, from the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That's what makes our hearts right, surrendering our plans, giving up our plans, knowing that it's not our ministry. But isn't that amazing? Isn't that freeing? That it's not on us. That it's got nothing to do with our abilities, our gifts, or our strengths. It's all about God's ability. And I think God's ability are pretty infinite. They're pretty big. And even more amazingly, we get to join in. We get to be part of it. God, the almighty creator and sustainer of the universe, who sent the Holy Spirit, who sent Jesus, who did all this stuff in the book, right? He wants us to be involved in his ministry. Jesus says this to his disciples in Matthew 10. Go, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, now freely give. That's phenomenal. The only thing Peter and John do is they lay their hands on the Sumerians and the Holy Spirit does the rest. There's no sermon, there's no special prayer, just... They lay their hands on and the Holy Spirit comes. The next question that we're asking today, that was what is prayer ministry? Those three things. Uh, now we're going to look at why prayer ministry. If it's God's ministry, why bother joining in? Why should we do it? Why should we spend so much time creating space here on a Sunday for prayer ministry? Why do it? A number of years ago, um, just a story. Um, uh, a number of years ago, uh, when I was a teenager, my friend... And broke his hand on a youth weekend away when, when we were teenagers. Uh, and we prayed for his hand uh, during prayer ministry on this youth weekend away. Uh, and, and when we'd finished praying, he unraveled his bandaged hand, unveiling a completely healed hand. At an event here a number of months ago, um, the drummer had a word of knowledge, which is like a, a thought from God that thinks someone, that God might want to do something. Uh, the drummer had a word of knowledge uh, that, that someone in the room, it was at a prayer event, a kingdom come, that, that someone in the room had lost a watch. Simple word, right? Um, but a lady came forward uh, and, and, and they said, uh, and, and they had lost a really precious kind of heirloom family watch that week. We prayed for her during prayer ministry. Another member of the team a couple of weeks ago had a word uh, for someone during prayer ministry that they were praying for. And the word was that, a simple word that you are welcome at the table. You're welcome here. You belong here. Um, and and, and the, 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 the team member didn't know this at the time. But that person came to church that day uh, thinking, what am I doing here? I don't belong here. I, I, I don't belong at the table. This happened in prayer ministry. Why do prayer ministry? Because as 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, 
where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I think that last word is interchangeable with some things. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is healing. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is hope. There is joy. On the Alpha Saturday yesterday, one of the quotes from the video was, what the Holy Spirit touches, the Holy Spirit changes. I don't know about you, but my experience of us humans is that we're all a broken lot, aren't we? We're all hurting. We all have stuff that we're dealing with. We all have traumas, pain, hurt, grief. We've all got it. I think we all need healing. I think we do. I've never actually met someone in my life that properly actually has their life all sorted out. Have you? No. We are all a broken people. And, and because of Jesus, because he died on the cross, and because on the cross all of our sin, all of our shame, all of the stuff that separates us and God, on the cross that died. And, and for all who believe in Jesus, even today, even now, for all who believe in Jesus, we can have the Holy Spirit, the very presence of God, sent to us as a gift, like Amazon sending us a parcel, right? The very living word, the very living presence of God living inside of us. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and there is healing. And that is exactly what we broken humans need. Another answer to why do prayer ministry is because God longs to send the Holy Spirit. God sending the Holy Spirit is like um, a driver waiting at traffic lights, desperate for the lights to go green so that he can press the accelerator pedal and zoom off. In this illustration, God is the driver. He has control over the pedals in the car and the accelerator pedal. And that is sending the Holy Spirit in the story. But we have control over the traffic lights when they go green. Luke, um, in the book of Luke, chapter 11, verse 11 to 13, uh, it says this. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Will your Father in heaven give the gift of the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? We're in control of the lights. We're the ones that need to ask the Holy Spirit to help, to come, to come and fill us. We're the ones to take the step of faith. This is one of the reasons why we encourage people to come here at the front, to prayer ministry, to be prayed for, not because this is the holiest place in the church, not because um, this is the only place in the church where the Holy Spirit is, but because to, to receive the Holy Spirit takes a step of faith. And when we do take that step of faith, when we do come forward in prayer ministry, when we ask the Holy Spirit to come, the lights go green. And God, when we ask for the Holy Spirit, always always says yes and sends the Holy Spirit. So let's recap, shall we? Um, what is prayer ministry? Prayer ministry, number one, is not intercession. Prayer ministry is up close and personal. Prayer ministry um, is the Holy Spirit's ministry, but we get to join in. Why prayer ministry? Because we are all a broken people in need of healing. 
and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is healing. And because God longs to send the, um, to, to press the accelerator pedal uh, and send the Holy Spirit. And now, maybe the question you've all been waiting for, how? How do we do prayer ministry? What do we practically do to pray until something happens? When, I, when you come forward here on a Sunday morning or any other time to pray for someone, what do I do? When I'm at home, at my connect group, in a coffee shop, at work, whatever, what do I do if I want to do prayer ministry? Well, to do this, we're going to do five things. We're going to do five things. Stand, stop, look, listen, and speak. And I'm going to move through these really quickly. Feel free to take notes that it's a helpful model um, for us when we come to prayer ministry, but also when we come to receive prayer, so we know what to expect as well. The first one, stand. When whoever at the front, maybe me, Andy, Heather, invites people to come forward for prayer, uh, and you come to pray for someone, stand in front of them. Stand in front of them. It can be so easy when there's a crowd of people here, uh, and you come to pray, and they're in front of you, to pray um, kind of from the back, right? It can be easy to put a hand on their shoulder uh, and do that. But I'd encourage you not to do that. Kind of wiggle around, uh, shuffle around, get in front of them. I've seen people in ministry times crawling under legs and clambering under arms so that they can get in the right position. And we do this, sounds funny, but we do this. There's two reasons. One is a safety reason, so that, so that they can see you, you can see them, right? So they know, people know what's happening to them. Um, but also there's a Holy Spirit reason in that, so we can see what the Holy Spirit's doing in the person we're praying for. And if we're praying for them at their back, we can't really see. Very practical reason. Also, if you've never prayed for anyone like this before, what you could do is join in with someone already praying. Often having two people praying for someone is better than one. So that's the first one. Stand. Stand in front of someone. The next one is stop. Let's end the desire to say a quick prayer and go home. Let's end that. It is the Holy Spirit's work, not ours, remember. And the Holy Spirit, his work takes time. So let's not be in a hurry. Let's stop and wait. It's a bit like uh, fast food. Um, When you go to McDonald's, it's really cheap. It's really convenient. They're everywhere, but it's not that good for you. And it doesn't taste that nice. It doesn't fill you up that much for that long, right? But the best food... It's like a chicken, maybe, that's been marinated for days and then cooked slowly to perfection, right? Sometimes, like the chicken, the Holy Spirit is marinating us in prayer ministry and cooking us slowly to perfection. Often, when we wait for the Holy Spirit, the more we wait, the more he does. Also, um, the person you're praying for, they might, want, they might come forward wanting a fast food kind of prayer. They might want a prayer and then go home. If that happens, you could encourage them um, to wait and slow to his pace. They might just have an amazing encounter with Jesus just because they waited that little bit more. And let's remember that when we come to pray or be prayed for, what we're coming forward for is not holy prayers or fancy words. It's an encounter with Jesus, an encounter with the Holy Spirit. So when we pray for people, let's make sure we stop and wait and slow to his pace. The next point is look. Look, we're halfway there. The next point is look. Um, So when we are standing with someone to pray, look at them. Keep your eyes open. It might sound um, silly, but and and it's also very tempting when you're praying. You close your eyes, right? Because you're praying. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, But the Bible talks about Moses having a shiny face after he comes out with a, a 
from an encounter with the presence of God. He has a shiny face. Quite weird. But often we see with our eyes what the Holy Spirit is doing. So the person we're praying for, they might start crying. If that does happen, because our eyes are open, we can go get them a tissue. This is one of the reasons why we have tissues at the side of the stage every single week, just in case that happens. Another way of thinking about prayer ministry is that it's not prayer at all. It's simply looking after someone as they meet with Jesus, as they meet with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes um, people might start shaking, or they might start laughing, or they might start um, falling over. It sounds really weird, but I've seen it happen. But because our eyes are open, we can catch them. We can respond to that. We can look after them as they're meeting with Jesus. Or we don't have to wait until they're about to fall over. We could offer to say, would you like to sit down? I see you're quite shaky. It's looking after them. It's really courteous and really gentle. So let's keep our eyes open and look. We're nearly there. Two more points. The next one is listen. Is listen. The first point on listen is we listen to the person that we're praying for. We listen to them. Um, They might like to share what they've come forward for. Today, I've kind of spoken about words and pictures um, that that were given, um, and and we we do that here sometimes. People might like to share what they're coming forward for. Um, You might want to ask them for for their name so that you can pray a bit more relationally. Um, Prayer ministry times, they're not counseling times. Don't give people advice for what their problems are. Just encourage them to bring what they are, who they are, as they are, Honest, in, in honest kind of vulnerability to Jesus. Bring them to Jesus. And next point on listen is we listen to the Holy Spirit. Again, I've told stories where people, the Holy Spirit has spoken to people about other people. And, and um, in the Bible, there's loads of stories, pretty much every page. There's someone who's heard from the Lord, been spoken to by God. And isn't it amazing that God wants to speak to us, to encourage others? Isn't that amazing? So let's listen to what he might want to say. And something I want to say on that is it can be really scary giving those words, but often if we get past the fear, someone can come alive. And it's just amazing stories. And the net, moving seamlessly onto our last point, we landed, we've made it. The last point, we've had stand, stop, look, listen. And the final one is speak. The final one is speak. We can encourage what the Holy Spirit is doing in people. The first thing I do when I'm doing prayer ministry is I pray, come Holy Spirit. And then I wait. Then I look. Then I stop. And then after a while, I might start noticing that they look peaceful. And I might say, more peace, Lord. Or I might say, Jesus, would you fill John with more of your peace? And then I wait and I look some more. One thing that you can do um, uh, in prayer ministry, often people come for prayer ministry, looking maybe really busy, you know, there's thoughts from the day, maybe stuff's happening that week, and they've come bringing all that stuff and their busyness. Or people also might come in prayer ministry wanting to meet with the Lord, and they're kind of in a posture of trying really hard, and their face is really screwed up. But prayer ministry is not about trying harder, it's about trying less and letting go, and going with the Holy Spirit's flow. So you could encourage them, just receive. Don't worry about what anything's going on around you. The kids' team are looking after your kids. Just let go and just receive. Saying really, thim- saying really simple things like just receive or more Lord or come Holy Spirit are the bread and butter of, holy, uh, of, of prayer ministry. And if you don't know what else to pray, 
praying simple things just like, come Holy Spirit, more Lord. If you just do that, you'll be absolutely amazed with what the Lord does with the person that you're praying for. And as I come into land, the last thing uh, that, that might happen is the Holy Spirit speaks to you. This might come in the form of a picture in your mind's eye, or it might be a thought that gets put in your head that you just can't shake or can't get rid of. If you get that, you should speak that to the person that you're praying for. And, and there's some rules that the Apostle Paul um, laid out about how we give prophetic words, they're called, but um, they, they apply for, for this as well. Um, everything that we share that we think the Holy Spirit is saying should be strengthening, encouraging, and comforting. If it's not any of those things, don't say it. Because we want people to be strengthened and encouraged and comforted. Also, um, when we uh, share with someone, um, we should offer it really lightly. Um, we should offer it really lightly and say, I could have this wrong. Because we could, right? We're humans, we get stuff wrong. I could have this wrong, but I've had this picture, I've had this Bible verse, I've, I've got this thought in my head, and it might be God, so I'm going to share it. I feel like Jesus is saying this to you today. And if you're in any doubt about sharing words, about sharing pictures, chat to your connect group leader, team leader, one of us, um, anyone with a lanyard. Come and run it by us first, or a friend, uh, and then, then we can know and discern together maybe it's from God. So, we're there. We've done it. We've asked, what is prayer ministry? Prayer ministry is not intercession. It's up close and personal. And, the Holy Spirit's, and it's the Holy Spirit's ministry. But we get to join in. We've asked, why prayer ministry? Because we're a broken people. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is healing. And God longs to send the Holy Spirit and press that accelerator pedal. And we've learned how to do prayer ministry. Stand, stop, look, listen, and speak. Amen. Amen.